Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Society of St. Vincent de Paul uh, fielded almost 300 calls every day last week from parents struggling with raising back-to-school costs for children. Many of the calls received by the charity related to requests for financial help with parental contributions. By the way, can I just mention parental contributions? Every year we have to make this point, right? When you get the bill, and please don't take any nonsense from your local school, it is great if you can give the parental contribution because the schools do get funded by the state, but that extra money helps for different bits and pieces that they do throughout the year and activities. If you cannot afford the parental contribution, inverted commas, which might be 150 quid, and even though they'll say, well, you'll pay it in installments, or they'll keep reminding you, or they'll put pressure on you, remember the word contribution. You don't have to pay it. All right, you don't have to pay it. I would ask that you do pay it if you can afford to pay it because it helps for your child's education and makes it a better school, a better education for everybody. Because unfortunately, not all schools are funded to the 100% they need. So, but if you can't afford it, you're on low income, you're stretched, you're struggling, don't pay it. You don't have to pay it. Don't feel you have to pay it. And you should not be ostracised for not paying it. And your child should not be treated any differently. Don't fear that your child will be treated differently. And if you for one minute believe that your child is treated differently because you didn't pay that or that you've been ostracised or singled out because you didn't pay it, take a case against the school or the Equality Authority because you have no obligation. Anyway, sorry, I dusted a bit of a rant there. School books, digital equipment and school uniforms, of course, all cost money. And the charity was particularly concerned about the number of calls received from worried persons in relation to the cost of iPads, which can range between 600 and 800, where in possible for struggling families to afford. Uh, Rose McGowan from the St. Vincent de Paul National President said that while the reopening of schools next week meant children could look forward to meeting up with their friends for struggling parents the preparation for the new school year is a huge source of stress in particular the anxiety associated with the prospect of requests for contributions and other expenses for extracurricular activities. Uh, the inequalities that existed before the pandemic in the education system remain in place and in many cases have worsened. Returning to normal should not be uh, with uh, what we aspire so uh, to for children and young people. They deserve much better. Sorry, I do apologise for that. An inclusive education system that was genuinely free for everyone was necessary and the schools should be extra cognizant of the needs of low-income families this year, she goes on to say. Anyway, some six in ten parents say... Back-to-school costs are a financial burden, according to the Irish League of Credit Unions. Average net monthly income clocks in at around 3000 and it is estimated that a parent of a primary school child will pay 1186 to get them to school or get them through the gate, essentially. That is a huge cost, and that's including uniforms, books, everything, iPads, whatever it costs. The government requires parents to pay for books, transport, uniforms, pens, paper, as well as the so-called voluntary contribution funds. You're not required to pay them, but again, just remind you again. The hidden costs and payments represent a major financial hurdle as well for many parents. Like lunches, you know, just the cost of buying bottles of water for your kid, all that kind of stuff. Cost of fortune. So how are you handling the costs of sending your children back to school? Let me know. I want to get your experience. How much has it cost you to send your child to school this year? Let me know what you cost. Are you struggling to pay it? Have you had any help? And those school contributions, by the way, 
do you feel you have to pay them? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Dave, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Dave? What's the story? Uh, Dave, the the cost of going back to school, you know, it's not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, No. it's not. And uh, originally, the reason I texted him was because, uh, I I don't know, like, we haven't had to apply for the back to school uh, allowance for the last couple of years because, you know, the money was there, so we didn't need it. But yeah. I found this year when you're trying to apply for it, you have to do it through the MyGov website. Okay. What's and what's the criteria, by the way, for applying for that? Well, you see, back in the day, it was just like if you were basically poor or working poor. Well, you know, er, like well is, is, it, is there, a, is there a, a limit? Like, is it earning under yeah, 34000 a year or something like that? Just something like that, yeah. And then, like, you know, like uh, how many kids you have and, and all that kind of crap. But <laughs> what I noticed when I was trying to apply for it was uh, it gives you a list of stuff. Are you on this educational program, this work scheme, this social welfare program, blah, 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 blah. And I click, no, 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 no. And then once you go to actually make the application, it tells you because you're not in receipt of any, say, government assistance, you're not eligible for it, even though you could be living on, you know, on the breadline. You could be so skin to mento, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, unless, you know, you could Surely we'd be looking at it as a good thing that you're not claiming anything else off the station. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm fairly proud of that, like, you know, but like, yeah. the thing was, we had applied for the, the uh, it used to be called Family Income Support. Now it's some other big, long, stupid name. Well, parents, something is, or other, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something, working family payment, some <laughs> shite like that. But um, That's the one, the working family payment. It used to be called FIS, which is the family income supplement, yeah. That's the one, yeah. yeah. But um, if you're on that, you can apply for it. But you see, the thing was, back in the day, you just send in a paper form. But they've done away with all that now because I've been on to this person and that person. Well, maybe, and, see, uh, now, wait, I'm thinking outside the box here, right? Because maybe I'm thinking like somebody in the Department of Social Welfare. Maybe I assume that if they know you're on a family income supplement or whatever they call it now, the working parent, parent family payment, why do they have to give it such a long title? Anyway, if they know you're on that, well, then you've obviously qualified for that. So if you've qualified for that by de facto, you probably qualify for the grant as oh, well. Oh, for sure. But yeah. there are a lot of people out there who are on a lower wage or whatever that might not actually apply for that. Like, there's so many people out there who don't realize that even if you're working and you're not on the best wage in the world, you can apply that for you're it. Not actually in- that you can't, yeah, that you're not... Yeah, well, tell them, Dave, tell them, Dave. I, I think it's 30, less than 34,000 euro a year I, or something like You're entitled to, as a human being and as a person living in this country, to earn a certain amount of money and depending on how many kids you have. So if you have two kids, it could be up to 520 euro or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And if you don't earn that, the government it. will give you 80% of the, the balance. Yes, yeah, it's something like 50 euro per child or something like that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so the government yeah. will give you the balance. Well, they give you something like 80% of the balance to make up what you don't earn. And most people yeah. don't know they're entitled to it, by the way. No, most people don't realize that they're entitled to it because they think that, like, oh, because I'm working 40 hours a week and I'm making, you know, say, maybe 500 euros a week or 450 euros a week, they, didn't, they don't actually think that um, that applies to them. Or, you know, they seem to think that it's, like, someone who's on, like, uh, a part-time job or who's making maybe 300, 350 or a bit lower. Yeah, so I, think I'll, I think I'll apply for it myself, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, I, to, be, you know what, to be fair, I think it's only fair. If you're paying into the system and, you Take know, it back you're, out. you're struggling a bit, you know, you should be getting something back out of it. You know? Okay, so you've, so got, just, you've got one little fella, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, the cost, okay, shoes, nice pair of whatever, Clark shoes, good fitting shoes, I suppose. I shouldn't be just plugging Clarks, by the yeah. way. There's loads of good <laughs> shoe shops in the country. Shoes, right? yeah. <laughs> but no, in no, our day, ahead. in my day, it was always, you were, yeah, it was a treat. You got brought down to the local shop to get actually get it fitted. So they, the oh, girl yeah. would measure your feet. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and they're your school shoes. And if I catch you wearing those school shoes outside, you're dead. Ah, yeah. A week later, I had the toes taken out of them. You know what oh, I mean? Same <laughs> as, yeah. Or, you know, do you know how to use the, the, uh, the brakes on your bike instead of your heels? You know? <laughs> or your toes. But, yeah, it, it is. It, it's so there, there's 60 quid order. for your shoes, right? Okay, shoes, for a decent pair of shoes. Now, to be, to be fair to, to my uncle's school, we can get the shorts and pants and stuff um, in done. So that's not a massive cost. You know right, what I mean? Okay. I mean the, the jumper as well, but then you know, but then you have the books, then you have the stationery. Then we were told at the last minute that the confirmations are going ahead, so you have all the costs associated with that. So we're lucky; it's not too expensive for us. But at the same time, there was two of us working last year. There's only one of us working this year, so you, you know, we're kind of, you do feel the pinch, you know. I mean, there, and so many mentions about the hidden costs, like things like just buying lunches, you know, buying a yogurt every day, or buying a couple of bottles of water every day, or whatever it is to send them to school with. That's oh, all sure, expensive. Yeah. See, primary school isn't too bad. And to be fair to the schools, like they will do a deal with you if you're struggling. But I, my brother now, he's got two kids going into first year. And I'm not joking, my heart went out to him. It really did when you see like the cost. Because it's not just the cost of um, it's cost of the books for each of them. Then you've the, the bus tickets. Then you have... Uh, well, I forgot about the, the bus tickets. Yeah, there's another cost. Yeah. Yeah. And then some schools are even doing. You have to buy a particular brand of calculator. You to buy a certain Samsung-made calculator. You can't just go into the 150 shop and buy the, you know, the ones you would have bought years ago. Oh, by the way, just, just as a, on a side note, because loads of people are sending it, texting in about fists. Well, it's not called fists anymore. It's called the family income supplement. And he says, Niall, I earn 544 euro after tax. Uh, so fists for me, because I have three kids, is 743. So that's what he should earn with three kids, right? In other words, that's what the government have decided. That's the least amount of money as a family you can survive on. So I get 60% of the difference. So it's 120 euro from the social welfare each week. Just so people know. So, yeah, so it's remind me because so many people don't know that you're entitled to that money. It doesn't matter if you're working full time, but if you've got a couple of kids, you know, and you're working full time and you don't earn what the government deem is a reasonable wage, they will give you, well, in this case, 60% of the difference. And you need That's to apply really for it. Fair, though. Yeah, apply for it. You know, we'll, stay, we'll, stay, we'll stay there, Dave. Sharon, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Sharon? Hi, Nine. How are you? Yeah, okay, so getting back to get the school costs, I mean, they are ridiculous, aren't they? It's unbelievable. Now, like I said to uh, your colleague there, I try and get it at the start of the year. So okay. I tr- when they finish school the first week, my mother thinks I'm crazy. She says, why are you doing it now? Because I can't afford to do it at the end of the year because there's too much happening at the end of the year. Well, we come now, we say that they're going back to school. So it's easier. So I've done it now for about two years. If I do it at the start of um, okay. summer, I find it's not as hard at the end when they're going back. Yeah, it's kind of so, like a Christmas club. You've got to do it slowly. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So you start, you get the books, and because you have to go into Easton's, they cover them, they do the whole lot, and you're talking 250 euros, and I've only two primary school um, kids. So it's just going to go up and up and up every year, I know. I know. Well, so, well I, I imagine in the next 10 years, books will be a thing of the past. Please God. Well, yeah. oh, you, well, you'll <laughs> still have workbooks, I imagine, but, uh, but you might not even have them because they can fill it in on the iPad as well with the little pens. Yeah. But I mean, the yeah. iPad seems to be the way forward. Now, do, do the school that your kids are in, do they not have a, a book rental scheme? They do, yes. Yeah, so we have to pay that. We pay that when we go back as How well. much is that? 160, 180? What is it? It's about 160. So yeah. I, have, I have that put aside as well because I find by the end, by the time September comes, there's always a tax for your car, the insurance for your car. Yeah. There's always something else. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. Saying, oh, here we go again. So, it's if you if you can put them aside all all through the weeks of, of the summer, it's handy. Is it just me, or is the second half of the year always more expensive than the first half? Always. 
What's that about? <laughs> we, won't September and January. we won't say the Christmas words because that's only around the corner. So it's just, it's, it's mad, really. Yeah, you're right, Dave. September, September is my killer month. September. Yeah, I'm always skinned in September. September I'm skinned most of the time, but September yeah. particularly. That's because yeah, you fool yourself do, during Dave. the summertime. <laughs> and you spend too much. You do. You yeah. think, oh, lovely, it's the summer. I'm going to wax everything I have. And then reality kicks back in and you're either shit and poor again. Yeah, you're out painting yeah. the garden and buying wood for a shed and all sorts of things. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And then on top of that, Sharon, you've got the added expense. I don't know, do your kids live near the school? Do they have to get a bus or what's the story? I drive them. I drive okay. them most days to school, yeah. So I know. Okay, well, that's handy that's enough handy, anyway. Yeah. Okay, and but, then you've got lunches for them? Lunches, uh, water, the whole thing. Uniforms. The, the school, the school does, our school does um, a sale at the end of the school year. So you can go in and buy all the uniforms for two euro. Okay. So that's very handy. You know, some of them, some of the stuff you wouldn't take home, but some of the, a lot of the stuff is, is fine. A lot of the stuff is great. For yeah, but do you remember in the old days, your mother buy a pair of trousers that was two inches too long for you because she'd said you grow into them, you're grand. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, you're so you get a few years out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the sleeves are too long. And you say, just pull them up, they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard work getting them back, but it's your look, we have to do it. We, we have to do it. So what can you do? You just have to get them back. Yeah, but do you it. think, do you think, I mean, I don't know, Dave, as a state, as a, you know, the taxpayers, obviously, the government have a responsibility to taxpayers' money. Should we be paying for the books and the iPads? Because if you go up the road 130 miles to Northern Ireland, they don't pay for books up there. It's a free education True, system. I- do you know, I think it's just like everything else. Like everyone just wants a fair deal. Like you don't mind paying, but when it's like, okay, well, you have to pay six hundred quid for an iPad, no other choice. Then you have another hundred and sixty for books, no other choice. Then you have to buy this, you know, horrendously coloured school jumper from this one particular shop for like a hundred euro. I think that's when people kind of, you know, get the ire. Do you know, and then. You know yourself, if you did a show about should we give free education, you're going to have how many people ringing up on, I don't want to be paying for this fellow's kids, you know. Right. Yeah, but we yeah, but we paid the fellow that rang up, we paid for his education as well, you know. So, but that's <laughs> it. I mean, it's just a fair deal. Like to be fair, like my young people's school are very very good and if you're stuck, they will help you out. I think it's just all about fairness. I mean, primary schools tend not to be too bad unless you've a couple of kids in primary school. But it's when you go to secondary school then. Like, we had, like, the voluntary contribution of 100 euros a year. And if you didn't pay it, they would hound your family week after week after week until it was paid. Well, can I ask both of you, by the way, Dave and Sharon, do you pay the voluntary contribution? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Dave, do you pay it? I'm not 100% sure if they have it, but I do know throughout the year they might ask for a few quid here and there. Okay, they don't ask for a yearly amount in your school, no? I'm not 100%. Herself usually tends to deal with that kind of stuff. You know, and, and by the way, can I just say, I am encouraging because people are texting him from what I said. I do encourage people to pay it if you can afford it because the school depends on it. But in saying that, if you're skin to minto and you don't have the money and you're struggling, don't pay it. Don't feel obliged to pay it because people feel some sort of blackmail to pay it. That's the problem. Yeah, Sharon, do you feel you have to pay it? Um, I suppose I feel I have to pay it because I've paid it every year. So it's no different. It's just the same every year. Sometimes I don't pay it. When I first started out, I wouldn't pay it straight away. I'd maybe wait two or three weeks. And would they send you out a letter asking again if you didn't pay it? Um, no, what they do is they they give you um, they give you a letter would say when the children come home the first week. That's right. And you know you fill it out, you write your name, and then you send it back in. But if you don't send it back in, they they send another one out. So, and they uh, might send another stick it out a letter in the child's school bag. Yeah. Bring that home to your mammy. 
That's it, yeah. So. <laughs> but stay there at the studio for a second. Let me go to uh, Slava. Slava, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm hi, good. Hi, Slava. Now, Slava, the back-to-school costs, are you managing okay? Are you coping? Oh, not at all. Not at all. You see, it's the, the books and clothes itself. It's crazy money. And also, like you said, the contribution. The, unfortunately, I have to pay. It's like, on the form, doesn't say it's contribution. Just this, it says school fees. And how much is so that? It's 120 euros. For both and does it not say voluntary contribution? No, nothing like that. Only thing it says is the computer thing. Okay. Yeah, but it's the thing is 100 euro, 120 euros and some other fees that you have to pay to the teacher as well. Oh, okay. So and how many, how many children have you got, Slava? Just the one? Two. Oh, you have two. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, and, and just to mention as well, so you're a single mum, so you have one income coming in, only one income. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's a struggle, I'm sure. It is a struggle. Yes, it is. It's a, especially when it's school okay. time, and you know, kids want to do something summertime as well, and it's hard to say no to them. Yeah. And like I said, I can't get the this help from government, but the school thing. I'm not sure what the supplement. Su- yes, yeah, because I'm 15 euro over, 10 euro. Oh over. no! So you yes. applied for the back to school grant, but you can't get it because you're 15 euro over in your income. Yes, ah, I'm trying for us. Three, three years and I get the same answer and I sent them letter last year and it's like sorry that's the rules and so oh you're out God. there you're out there working busting your gut you're sending your two kids to school you're doing it all yeah. on your own and you're just asking for a bit of help and they won't give it to you yes ah yes. stop yeah, it's a, it's it's bad. It it's is. Really That's really bad. So, okay, so how much do you think it's cost you this year between books? Do they have iPads or books? No, they don't have iPads. They have books. They're both five. Six hundred euros. Okay, and then uniforms. Yes, it's a, the uniforms are crazy. I just don't get it. I why do we need a big logo on the jumper? Oh, yeah. And well, why can't they just sell you the badge that you can sew on yourself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just the blue jumper. Why? It's just it's crazy. It's mm. crazy. like my daughter is autistic as well, so that's it. You know, it's a it's extra cost. Well, for of me, course, yeah, because you have to get an assessment done to to get her the yeah, the resource hours. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 madness. It's the money is madness, especially like for single parents. Like, why we cannot get extra help? And then you get letters <laughs> and ten euro over, fifteen euro over. It's madness. Okay, and what and what is the criteria for getting the back to school grant? I, I was asking Dave there. So, how much do you have to earn less than? Is what is there a particular amount of money? You need to less uh, earn less than four hundred twenty-five euros, something like that. I'm not really sure. Four twenty-five a week, yeah. Yeah, something okay. like that. God, you wouldn't and mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's it, like it's. When yeah, I'm I tell you now, four hundred twenty-five a week. It struggled to keep two kids going on that one, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, it is. It is, especially clothing and everything. I know. Well, well, it's Slava, madness. well done to you. I, I tell, I'm going to give you a round of applause, Slava. Oh, thank you. As, as a single parent raising two children and going through all that and all those costs, you know, and working away trying to do that, you deserve a, an award. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thank you very much, Slava. Thank you to Sharon and Dave as well. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. It's not easy for parents getting kids back to school. The cost of back to school, and not just parents, when you see somebody like, say, for example, Slava, who's a single mother, who's out there working hard, trying to provide for her children, and, you know, and denied, say, the back to school grant because she happens to be 15 euro over the weekly allowance that you, or the weekly amount it's your means tested for to get these kind of things. It reminds you again, loads of people are texting in, by the way, about this. this um, it used to be called FIS, the Family Income Supplement, as it's now called. Um, 
yes, somebody is saying there, I earn 400 euro a week. I have two children. I didn't know I could claim it. Of course you can. If you earn 400 euro a week after taxes, that's all you're coming out with and you've got two children, you can claim a family income supplement. Of course you can because you're entitled to earn more than that. So the government will make up the balance. They have a set. If you go onto the website, uh, they have, and what I'll do is I give out a link to the website or I'll, I'll give out that name. I'll get Ashley to give me the name of the website in a second where you can look at some citizens' information anyway. You'll see it, there's a set amount for you know a single person with one child, single person with two child, a family or a couple with two children, a family with three children. There's a set amount of money that you're entitled to earn. And after that, the government will make up the rest. All right. So this is now, um, I earn five, uh, 544, married couple, and I get back to school allowance. The reason you get a texter is because you texted earlier on to say that you're already on the uh, family income supplement. So because you're on that, they already know that you're entitled to it. That's why you get it. Let me go to Maeve. Maeve, you're in Ireland's classic kids. Now, Maeve, you've a, you're also, uh, you were a secondary school secretary, uh, but you yeah. have a slightly different problem. Well, yeah, just we're secretaries, right? There's two types of secretaries in school. One who are grant paid, which means the department gives the school a grant to pay them, and one section of secretaries and their civil servants, okay? Right, okay. Now, so they, this, this the money, that money comes from the VEC, I imagine, yeah. Well, I'm not actually sure. It comes from the department. Okay, all right, you know, okay. So yeah. the department pays them. So they're, yeah. you know, employees of the department. Okay. But in the past two years, the union has had a, a, a thing going on to look for, you know, parity for us. I'm a grant paid secretary. Um, last year, uh, Leo Bradker, it was stated in the door that this would be sorted. It's still not sorted and the union are still going to talk. But just when I heard the thing about schools, I thought we're nearly forgotten about. I mean, we're there, we're in the office. We have been there through the pandemic. We have, you know, kind of... Being a school secretary is not like being a secretary in an office. It's different. Now, of course it is. And, and the school secretaries are vital because they do so much work. Yes. I tell you, Niall, I love my job. Now, you, you're, well, you must have. You were here for 30 years, so you must have loved 30 it. 30 years. And I'm going back. I stayed on because I thought this will be sorted so that the person, and normally it's a girl, will come after me and she will be... Um, an employee of the Department of Education, the same as everybody else is in the building. I'm so what? By the way, what? So your job is to decide who gets what letters, to send letters out to parents, tell them about whatever monies is owed. Or actually, Niall, yeah. you know what my job is? It's everything. To serve the school community, and if that means putting a bandage on a child's knee, all of it means that a parent is coming in, and I see that maybe there's something wrong. Cup of coffee. That's my job. Yeah. That's what I see. I I would I have to see everything and hear everything. And it's to do the regular stuff like we have to work on the department computer. We have to input numbers. Now, when I go back, I have to go on to a department of education. I, so you put in the absenteeism and all yeah, that kind of well, stuff, yes. No, the teachers do that, but I have okay. to put in, fill in numbers for the department. They have to know the numbers of children who are in the schools, all the, everything to do with it. But... I have to do that, even though I'm not a civil servant, or I'm not deemed good enough, obviously, to be a civil servant, because they're not many of us. So you don't get the perks of being a civil servant? No, I don't. No, no that's, that's a bit unfortunate, isn't it? It's, well, it's not, it's to regularise the thing. Yeah, of course, there yeah. There are some schools, Niall, there are some schools where one is a civil servant, and the other secretary is not. That's now ridiculous. You, you figure that out. You well, I can't. No, I wouldn't out. be able to figure that one out. I leave that to Leo Radker to figure that one out, but well, I wouldn't well, be able well, to figure that out. Is, 
I am, you know, kind of, I stayed on. I was due to retire. I stayed on because of what was going on with the pandemic. It would be impossible to hand over work to somebody. And I kind of thought, well, this will all be sorted by the time we go back in September. No, it's not sorted. And nobody seems to have the will to sort it. Yeah, you kind of feel like nobody cares. That there's other things going on. Everything else seems to be more important. a lot of other things going on. But we do play a part in the school community. Of course we you do. do. Oh, of course you do. By the way, Maeve, I'm sorry, sorry, couldn't you short there, but during the pandemic, it must have been, as a school secretary, that your workload must have went up because obviously you have to organise, get involved in the organisation of remote learning and all that kind of stuff. But no, 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 no. I okay. didn't do that. But I was able to work from home, which, you know, it was great because people sometimes need to just give a call. Is this going on? Is that going on? The teachers did. I mean, you have no idea the work that the teachers did during what was going on. I saw it firsthand. I saw it. And, it, it, you know, to keep the thing going, to keep the children. And when the children get back to school, everything, like, you know, the whole school is our school, a community. You get in there, you do it. Now, I'm going back in September, in September next week. Um, I'm really looking forward to going back. But my heart is over. I'm going to retire at the end of October. Oh, con- well, congratulations. Should I say congratulations or commiserations? Will you be bored out of your head? Uh, no, I won't. I'm, you know, I, I won't. I will have lots of things to do. I'm well past retirement age now. Well past retirement age. <laughs> so I'll be doing the same I only sound like a young one, Maeve, for God's you sake. You know, but I, I, you know, I, w- I had hoped that something would be regularised, but I had hoped for the school itself that when they're putting up the blog about somebody to come to work as the school secretary, that that girl could come in, she'd be on it. And I say girl because it's mostly it's girls. It's mostly girls, yeah. And, and also, Niall, you know, it's a very lonely thing to be a school secretary because we are on our own, mostly. Put yeah. it that way. Yeah. We are by ourselves. I am so lucky. I work in a, in, in a school. Everybody is fantastic. It's a, it's a great place to work. I'm very happy in it. But, but you know what the most satisfying thing about working, you know, as a school secretary or principal or whatever it happens to be in a school, it must be to watch young children coming in at 11 or 12 years of age and to watch them progress and then leave the school off into the big bad world and to see well, how well they've done and what a wonderful job we've done and then you can pat yourself on the back. That must well, be a great that must be a great thing to see. Do you know something? I'm in a primary school and you know if if you know, you, you go in so much you can't be, you know, feeling 100% but if a junior infant comes down and says to you, Maeve, your dress is gorgeous. <laughs> you have no, you know, there's no arguing with that. Because <laughs> no, no. They'll tell you as it is. Well, I'm sure your so dress was not, gorgeous, Maeve. It's, it's not what you call it. It is the interaction with which we've been cut back now a lot. I know, but, I know. You know, I mean, well, hopefully we'll get all that back soon. Maeve, I'm sorry for cutting you a little bit short, but I'm running out of time. But something that we will get back to on the show again, and I'm glad you have addressed that situation where you might have two school secretaries working in a school, one working for the Department of Education, the other one working as a civil servant. And it's ridiculous because they both be treated differently. Of course, if you're a civil servant, you have much more perks to your job as well, apart from anything else. But Maeve says there should be parity and everybody should be treated the same. And I couldn't agree with her more. Leo Varadkar, get your skates on there. You need to be sorting these things out. We'll get back to that point again because it's an interesting one. I'll get Ashley to get a bit more information on it. The number is 087-188-008. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.